0: Whew. Gina, again, we keep it moving with you because there's so much, like that, that that you have done. Just because you mentioned presidents, I want us to start with. Uh, I don't even know which. Oh, let's start at home. Um, on one end, I've seen Raila come to your office. On the other end, I've seen you with President Uhuru. I've seen you, with, just, just just talk about. So that.
1: for me, you know, I, th- I think you know, there's a huge advantage when you don't belong to a tribe
0: uh-huh <laughs>
1: you know i really do i think it's a huge advantage because you know especially in a country that where names automatically put you in a box uh-huh.
0: you know jinedine uh, doesn't really put you in any, box, in eh? any box
1: nobody <laughs> any in the world knows where the hell i'm from and so i think there's a level where i feel more kenyan than you mm. because i don't belong to any tribe you know so i think there's that advantage of actually and and i really feel very strongly, you know, where names profile you. Mm. I mean, even now I'll come through the airport and they'll look at my passport and they'll say karaoke. <laughs> and I'm looking at them like, yeah, you know, it's it's very irritating mm. because they've automatically profiled you. Yep, yep. That how can you be a karaoke? Mm. You know, so I think there's you know, I think I think the fact that I actually don't I mean I yeah, I, I don't really use a karaoke mm. name that up that much. It's on my official documents. But but you know there's a sense in which I'm I'm just Kenyan. Mm. You know, so there's a level of where I'm friends with people. I don't really care what tribe they're from. Mm. You know, and I have I have friends, like you've said, from right across the political divide, and they're my friends. They're mm. not, it's not transactional. It's not something I've done for them, then that's it. You know, we're buddies. Yep. Ryla's my good friend. Uhuru's my very good friend. You know, Uhuru and I are born the same year. Um, we're both left-handed the same month. <laughs> you know, we're both gonna be 60 this year, you know, but they're my friends.
0: When did you first interact? Let's start with, with with Uhuru.
1: Oh, a long time ago. I mean, early in my Barclays days. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So and then you've, our kids, you've went known, to he, you've he, known he's a, him. He's my friend.
0: Okay. I get it. You know, you know it's, 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 <laughs> I really like having this conversation. It's not everybody who just says, you know, Oh, who is my friend or oh, yeah. everybody who says yeah,
1: he's my friend i mean i consider him a friend
0: yeah when when i saw Raila literally come into your office like like gina and Raila literally are pals.
1: yeah no he's my he's like he, he's he's just my friend i really like him i think he's a i just think we you know kenya wouldn't have achieved this democratic space that we have i get it if he was if it wasn't for the odinga family um, True. And I respect that. I mean, he's suffered a lot for this country. Mm. You know, he really has. Him and his family have, have suffered a, a great deal.
0: Because you've brought up the issue of tribe, we cannot not talk about the 2007 post election no, violence. Cannot. So I want to hear it from your perspective and the role also that you played.
1: So, you know, 2007 happens. Um, we go and vote and come back and by the 30th of December, all shit has hit the fan. True. You know, literally, there's just, I mean, awful atrocities that I never thought we would ever look, see in this country. Um, and of course, I'm handling a number of clients at that time. You know, uh, supply chains are interrupted. Buildings, there's, there's concern Oof. about the, the full crisis. The full crisis that come, you talk about. Yeah. that you know, like okay, remember that, that crisis communications plan?
0: <laughs> I think it's time.
1: It's time so you know. So there's a lot going on. My phone is run. You know, is, is ringing off the hook. But then Michael and I are like, you know, this is crazy. Like we need to meet. And of course, there's curfews. You can't go to places. But so it's Michael Joseph the guy who wasn't attorney general, was just a lawyer at that time, and and Frank Jenga and I meet and we're like, this can't continue. Like, we something has to break, you know. Mm. And so we then, then of course, Kofi Annan is, is chosen to come and mediate and, um, and Michael says, we need to galvanize the private sector mm. to come and let them know the cost of the economy should this impasse continue. Mm. And, you know, you look at it and you look at tribalism, even at very high levels, mm. you know, it, it, that's the crazy thing is that, you know, very intelligent, educated people are still like, Ugh, mm. you know. But anyway, we work closely with Keps we we, we we managed to get the CEOs into a forum and we were very hopeful that Kofi Annan would be able to receive um, the memorandum that came at the end of this forum. And he was very kind and very generous, the consummate diplomat. Mm. But also with a decisiveness and a firmness that I could see in his eye on, on the way things needed to go. It, he was a, and then I saw him many times after that. Mm. But a wonderful, wonderful man. And, and and the world is poorer without him. Um, but, you know, he was definitely a very, like a real interesting... I mean, if we thought we were, you know, if, if, if Kenyans thought they were... Um, they were playing checkers he was playing chess mm-hmm. you know that kind mm-hmm. of guy like mm. he had seen this before yeah he was, yep. uh, he he had a lot of experience so so we worked very closely too to galvanize the CEOs um, and the private sector.
0: When it comes to crisis management, was this like the epitome of the peak that you are handling, or has it gotten worse?
1: I think it was, well, you know, I, mean, of course seen you can't, it. Yeah. I mean, that was the worst, I think, that okay. we've seen. Uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was interesting for me, because that January of, the, of, of, of 2008, my daughter Natalia was having to sit her maths A-level, mm. and the examination board canceled it because Kenya wasn't safe. And so I'm stuck. Right? I've got this daughter who's like devastated that she can't do her exam. And I call a friend of mine in London and he says, well, let me talk to my son's school and let's see what we can do. And so the son's school was a school that had been built in the 1500s that never had a girl do an exam there. Mm. And they said, yeah, just come. She can sit her exam here. So we flew to London and she did her maths exam. And like, just as she was about to end, I see this TV crew come in. And there are these guys saying, we're looking for Natalia Denkariuki. And I'm just like, yeah, that's my daughter. And they're like, she's come from the conflict,
0: the, uh, the conflict yeah, area yeah, of yeah, Kenya. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. just
1: like, oh my God, is uh, that yeah, where yeah, we've yeah, reached? Yeah, 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 yeah. It hit me in the pit of my stomach. I'm like, wow. You know, and I'm, she's the first girl ever to do her, you know, to sit an exam here, but she's, you know, she's because of the conflict going on in Kenya. And I'm just like, It was it was sad. Mm. But that's exactly what the international community was seeing. Mm. Because it is it was that. Mm. You know. I mean you could hear gunshots from here. Mm. So I think that's the worst that we've that that we've seen. Hopefully, you know, we don't see ever see that again.
0: Yeah. Hey Gina, you've handled a lot. You've definitely handled a lot. Let me let me move into a different sector. I mean the entertainment sector. Let's talk about uh, people like mj aka oh. michael jordan oh, i love him <laughs> how, how i mean and also leonardo dicaprio yes just how how do you begin working with these people and what's how do you
1: connect so michael jordan's mom came to kenya probably 20 years ago and fell in love with kenya she came on a safari and she decided that she was going to build a hospital and um i was introduced to her by Mudia awari mm. and her and i became just really good friends um, I sat on her advisory board and Nathan and she, she was such a she is such a darling Nathan was only little and he and he said I want Mrs Jordan to come speak at assembly and so <laughs> she dutifully came to Kenton and spoke to the to at the school at the assembly and she always loved Nathan. so he
0: had that sports love already oh, from yeah. that
1: time oh, oh Nathan had sports love for a long long time um and of course MJ is like his like his role model like who Mm. wouldn't you know so when we went to the states um I said to her I said you know Nathan really wants to meet MJ and she's like of course and we had the best time with him he was such so generous with Nathan he was so like such a wonderful wonderful Mm. person but they're a wonderful family yep and she's wonderful and her hospital is about to be ready Mm. Uh, it's taken it's been a long journey um,
0: so is that the core reason why she? I mean, is, she's is that here, now she's what that's, lot, that's happening?
1: Yes, she's here a lot, and her hopefully re- her, her hospital will be ready this year. Um, but you know, just from looking at her as a mother who has been a mother to this incredibly successful person, and the bond that they have, it's it's wonderful to watch.
0: Okay. I've got to ask this question because. Um, I want people to get an understanding of what PR is. The first time I met you, told me, Richard, PR is not spinning stories. Cause I was just like, we can spin this. Yeah, and, yeah. and I remember even on your on your in, in your office you've got this thing that says I am not a guru. Yeah, I'm not
1: I'm not a spin doctor, I'm an authority. Yes. And the
0: first thing I was like, yo, you know you're the you're the guru in the in the sector. You're like, just look at that sign right there. I was like, I'm doing a pitch and I'm dropping all the wrong things. So what's what's PR? Th- th- I'm thinking of all the young people coming up who may be hearing your stories and I don't want them to get excited about meeting all these famous people and things, but about the work that it is that you actually do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's really creating, um, it's, 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 it's it's literally creating a relationship between your client and the public mm. and and ensuring that that's a two-way communication where your clients are able to also receive feedback from, uh, you know, from, from the public. Um, I think there's a lot of people getting into PR for the wrong reasons. I think there's a lot of glamour mm. attached to what is really a very unglamorous life. Mm. You know, people only see the final tapestry, the, the, the Instagram picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, the final product. They don't see the knots behind, mm. you know, and there's a lot of that. There's a lot of, um, you know, it's, it, it's a very, it's a lot of very long, if you want to do it properly, that is. Mm. You know, there's a lot of people who don't care, they just want to do the Instagram story. Um, And that's fine. I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. I wasn't that person. I was very much for wanting There's There's a very dark side of that, of of that life as well. Mm. Very long hours. um, Very getting very emotionally attached to your client Mm. and everything that happens to that uh, that client then affects you because you know, a failure for your client is a failure for me. Mm. Um, And so it's, you know, you, and I got thick, more thick skinned as I went along, but initially it was very much that, that I would see a failure by one of my clients as a personal failure. Mm. Um, and it's not all glamorous. I mean, I've been very blessed to have met the, uh, the number of people that I've met. And, and you know, I'm, I, I, I appreciate, I, I'm grateful for that. But there's a lot of very good work that we've done that has never been talked about mm-hmm. you know because it's not the most glamorous yep. you know we've done work for the association of insurers for instance mm-hmm. nobody would talk about <laughs> yeah. it but it's good work yep. you know so i think there's there's a lot of work that i'm very proud of that has never that's never seen a picture on my wall mm. just because it's not it hasn't been glamorous um, and i'm i'm very proud of that work i'm very proud of the day-to-day work that my staff did where there wasn't going to be an award Mm. we know where but it was just good work um I mean we won a lot of awards in like fact I was going to tell you so let's just
0: to name a few um the PRS the Prisc award for excellence that's one MPR Forum um you won the Stevie award that's a big one um i won a lot CEO of CEO global awards yeah African Business Leaders Awards so in fact I want to talk about that because it's clear that now they're seeing you as a leader. And I'm talking about internationally. They're recognizing Gina Dean is a leader. And to be honest, you are a leader. There's a lot of people that you have raised up and have gone to be leaders. And you yourself have been a leader. What did that mean to you? Uh, Because a few hours ago when we began this conversation, Gina was there saying, I'm scared of starting my own business. I'm scared.
1: I mean, it was was, was great. I, I think, you know, just learning about the continent was something that, um, brought me much more to the sort of the the, the pan-african level mm. um, and getting called to speak at sort of the sidelines of the un meetings in in new york were were wonderful because then you got to see a much bigger picture and when you speak what 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 kind of conversations are you having really about the fact that africans need to have a voice that Mm. we need to have our seat at the table that we you know time has come when we shouldn't even be fighting for this Mm. i mean we you know we we're we're a lot there's a lot of people on this continent yeah we 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 need to have that seat and we're not going to be fighting for it anymore but also looking at areas where women and children, were, you know, are still disenfranchised in many countries. Mm. Um, the, the UN was, you know, I spoke at the, on the sidelines of the UN for many years. Um, that's where I got to meet Leonardo, mm. you know, when he was talking about climate change. Mm. Um, and got, getting to spend time with him and sit on the same table and, you know, and, and, and chat through the areas that, on areas that I wasn't very conversant around this climate change, but he was able to like convince me on on the importance of that. Um, but you know, I think I think we you know we can all be leaders if we if we put our mind to it because we all have something to add. We all have mm. value. There's something that you can do yep. that I can't. And I'm not I'm the sort of person that's very you know I'm I'm very keen to collaborate. I yep. love to collaborate. Yep. I'm a partnership person. I don't need to own any space. You know i i believe we can all do much better if we collaborate and and i that's one of my strengths is that i always bring people to the party i was i always bring teams together mm. um because i don't want to i can't claim to do everything myself I, and i don't want to
0: i completely testify on your behalf that you're a collaborator that's how i ended up meeting you and working with you um i mean gina I, again I, I keep saying we can't go through this whole list but there are some pointers that I know are close to your heart and I'll definitely have to bring them up because of that red cross
1: yeah so you know I w- as a little girl in nanyuki I would you know quite often on a Saturday walk around with the tin the red cross tin mm-hmm. and put a little flag on the sticker on people's uh, people's jackets so like my mother was very involved in community and and um, she taught me a lot you know that we can be strong as individuals but we must walk in community Mm. and it's something that i that i grew up um always learning and wanting to do obviously my time at barclays where i was able to you know to create the um the the social responsibility Mm. role for them then put me into that space but when the Red Cross asked me to be their goodwill ambassador, yep. it, was a, it, was a, it was a great honor and a privilege. And um, through that, then I started to see much more of like, the areas around floods, famine, post-election violence, mm. um, and just got me really, like, really keen to lend my voice and advocate for the great work that they do. Mm. And so um, I've spent, you know a lot of time with the Red Cross. I, I, I love I love the work that they do. Yep. I'm so proud of them. Um, then I worked, you know, I did some work with the UN, um, UNFPA, uh, around women and early childhood marriage mm. and FGM, just very important issues. Because I really believe that, you know, we can't only live in a commercial world. Mm. You know, we have to live in a world where, where, if we can add our voice and if we can impact, then we have to. Um, and I've and I continue to do that. I mean, I'm very keen now. On the whole areas around vaccines, Mm. Um, and I'll you know soon be sort of figuring out what we need to do to make this happen. I mean, no country is safe until everybody is safe, and you know we can't, you know we we can't be in a world where there's vaccine appetite, which is what's happening now. Mm. You know, there's I mean, it's just a fact. And so, so, so those are areas I feel strongly about. Yep.
0: I, I've, I've seen you definitely with the, I've seen you with Abbas Goulet, and I've seen you with this whole side of your work. And, and in the beginning, I was like, mm, "Let me see if she's doing it for PR." But then you just kept doing it and doing it. Yeah, and, doing and there's it. a
1: lot that I do that no, you know, that is there are no pictures of. Yes. you know, I think that's the thing. It's just, you know, it's um, it's something that's part of my DNA now. It's something that I will, you know, I'll continue to do, um, and that my children know is part of their mother's mm. life. And they're very much like that, too.
0: Okay. I love it. Again, again, I'll I'll, I'll mention um, just actually, hold on. Let's change some batteries. Can have some some water and we'll be back.